0: Hi guys, you are now listening to the Letter S podcast, raising awareness and comfort for those who lost a parent at a young age. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the episode. Hi guys, today I'm here with Laya Fenster. Laya Fenster is ending her junior year at Stern. She is becoming a childhood educator and she is from Riverdale, New York. Today, Leia's going to be coming on to the podcast to talk about her experience with loss and grief. Leia, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Of course. Can you share a little bit about yourself before we start with the more detailed questions?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, I went to SAR um, and while I was in third grade at SAR, um, so I was eight years old, um, my father was diagnosed with leukemia, um, and he was sick for about a year and a half, and he passed away when I was 10, um, right before I started fifth grade, um, and I have three younger siblings, um, three brothers who were 10, six, and three and a half, um, so that's the basis of what happened, um, he, for leukemia, you have bone marrow transplants um, to be potentially cured. He had two failed bone marrow transplants. Um, and yeah, that's the basis of why I'm on the podcast today.
0: Thank you so much. So when, you, when something happens and a memory is invoked that you had with your dad, how do you react and how do you think that you react now versus when you reacted maybe like a few years ago when it was kind of more recent
1: um so ink when i was younger um pretty uh, until the past like three years i would have reacted this way um i i didn't really try to remember my dad i kind of tried the memory of him as unemotional as possible the memory came up i was it was hard for me and like i would start crying, or um i would get upset and it would kind of like affect um but as more time went past um since he passed the importance of memory um i think now when his memory comes up like first of all i will be the one to bring it up um Mm -hmm. whereas a few years ago i wouldn't necessarily do that Um, and it makes me happy because it makes me realize that there's like a place in my life for my dad and it doesn't make me as emotional and it kind of comes up more casual in conversation. It doesn't have to be a whole big, like remembrance of him that takes up the whole day. So I think that's probably the difference.
0: Interesting. Um, so this podcast is called the letter S. Um, for me, i struggle with the word parents because of the extra s and each time I hear the extra s at the word at the end of the word parent it's kind of a reminder of like what I lost so do you have a special uh, not a special do you have like um a feeling toward the word parent or if someone asks you about your dad in present tense how do you react to that
1: yeah so this has definitely come up a ton um for me so I think in terms of the word parent, um, I when someone says to me, oh, do your parents like the fact that you go to Stern, for example, I would say, yes, my mom is supportive. So, like, mm-hmm. I kind of respond with just my mom to so try to, like, subtly hint that, um, but it's very, very uncomfortable. People often ask me, like, what does your dad do, which mm-hmm. is, like a whole other situation because no one asks me what my mom does, but, like, that's just another problem in our society. Um, but, but um, so, I, and I say, my father passed away when I was 10. He used to be a lawyer. And I find, just like how I was saying before, how I don't get so uncomfortable anymore bringing up my dad and, like, the memory of him. I find that a few years ago, it would make me upset when people would ask me and I would have to respond and, like, tell them that my dad passed away. But now I find myself not feeling bad for myself when that type of thing comes up, but more feeling bad for the person because I, they're probably uncomfortable that they ask that, yeah. and they probably feel badly, and I feel bad that I made them feel bad. So, yeah. Uh, but the the word parents definitely does trigger something. I mean, I, like, my friends all the time will say, like, oh, my parents met your mom, and, like, it's just, like, another stab in the back that, like, you know, like, you have both I have one like it's yeah and no, one, no one's doing anything wrong it's just the, the reality of it
0: yeah and do you feel with other people that have come onto this podcast sometimes people feel that they just like if someone says like oh like what is your dad or what is the parent you lost do for a living they'll just like lie and they'll be like they'll say like in present times like oh my dad does this even if they passed away just to like kind of cover it up and like not having to get like into that longer conversation do you ever find yourself doing that or not really um
1: so i don't um it depends on the situation if it was like someone who like i wasn't spending a significant amount of time with and i didn't know well then i might just do that but like if it's at like a shabbos meal where it like might come up again yeah i wouldn't lie about it necessarily um but my brothers definitely have.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a difficult, it's a difficult, like, thing because I totally relate to, like, not wanting to, like, make people, like, embarrassed. Because, like, yeah. like, when I go to camp, like, people are like, oh, like, are your parents coming for a visiting day? And then, like, they'll see, like, my first year of camp, like, this girl saw that my only, like, my mom was there. And yeah. she was, like, where's your dad? And it was, like, a really, like, uncomfortable thing because, like, I didn't know what to say. I didn't want to, like, make her feel bad. But I also, like, knew that I couldn't just lie and be, like, oh, like, he just, like, wasn't here. You know? So Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Cool. I um, mean,
1: I also think that, like, nowadays, I, I don't know if this is necessarily <coughs> true, but nowadays people are starting to be a little bit more sensitive about a single parent situation because so many people's parents are divorced. There are so many people's, unfortunately, people's parents, like, I know a lot of people who don't have a relationship with one of their parents, and they're both alive. It's just, so, like, there are other reasons why, like, for your example, like, a parent might come alone to a visiting day, but I think for, like, me, and I don't know about for you, whenever that happens, my mother actually makes it an explicit point to tell people that her husband passed away Mm -hmm. because she doesn't want people to think she's divorced, like, Thank God my parents had an amazing marriage. So she wouldn't want anyone confusing that with the fact that he died.
0: Yeah. My mom definitely
1: does that also, by the way. A
0: hundred percent. Okay. Moving on to the next question. Um, So this, I'm going to ask you, the next two questions are kind of connected, but kind of not so answer it however okay. you want. Um, but the first question is, do you think that the parent that you lost played a role in the development of in who you are today and if so how uh
1: okay so i would like to think that my dad definitely a role in who i am today um the first thing that is this isn't how he played a role but i guess it's just like him coming up in who i am today i think like for for speak for anyone else like I, every time I make a big life decision, I'm like, "Oh, would my dad approve of this?" And not because he, like I needed his approval; when he was alive, but because like he's not with me anymore, and like I want to know what his take on. Like he's not here to give it to me. So, um, like you said when you introduced me, I'm gonna there, God willing. And um, I decided that a oh, lot, um, but um, my dad. I, since he was sick, he actually, one, like, blessing of the fact that he was sick for a long time is that he knew he was dying, and, like, Mm -hmm. I can talk more about that, but, like, it was really an amazing gift for my family because my dad put a lot of things into place before he died, and one thing that he did was he wrote me and my siblings letters, um, Mm -hmm. and I haven't even gotten all the letters yet, but one letter that, in one letter that he wrote, he said to me, he said, you have an amazing gift, and I know that one day in some form, you're going to go into teaching. And I read that. I read that after I had decided to become a teacher. And, like, it just made me, it was so validating for me. And it was so, like, amazing to read that, like, wow, my dad totally knew where I was going with my life before I even knew where I was going with my life. So that, professionally speaking, was definitely, like, he played a role somehow. I don't know how, but I definitely see him playing a role
0: wow that's so cool and interesting um and then the second part of this question is kind of like um so that's how he played a role in your life him personally how do you think that losing your dad at a young age played a role in your life this tragedy played a role in your life
1: um i think it made me i mean it probably sounds like cheesy but i think it made me very resilient um and since being the oldest Um, of three, of four siblings, I think it also made me very maternal and protective Mm -hmm. because I kind of, my mom didn't never would ask me to do this, but like, I kind of stepped in as like a second parent and I helped out where she needed help. And, um, so I think that like gave me like an extra maternal, um, trait. Um, and I'm trying to think what else, um, yeah, it made me mature. It made me much more mature. I grew up very, very fast. Yeah. Um, I was exposed to a lot of things. And the way my parents went about um, when he was sick, they, they told us everything. So, like, mm-hmm. they told me my dad was dying the second they knew. And that was traumatic in the moment. But I think it made me realize the value of truth. And, the val- and like, it, it also, like, kind of was traumatizing, which makes the kid grow up fast. So, I yeah. think both of those things came in supply.
0: Do you think you understood when your parent, like as a 10 year old, like did you, do you think you understood what, what that meant? Like that your dad was dying? Do you think you understood that?
1: Um, so partially yes and partially no. Um, I remember certain things and the things that I remember, I think are the points where I understood. Uh-huh. Um, like I remember when my, I remember exactly where I was standing. When my dad told me that he wasn't going to be a rabat mitzvah. So, like, mm-hmm. I think that was, like, part of when I began to understand what it means that he's dying is he's not going to be around anymore. But um, I remember when my dad told me, he said to me, I want to be remembered as a mensch. Uh, that's like when, when someone asks you about your dad, tell, tell people that he was a good guy. And, like, so when he said stuff like that, not, like, oh, straight up, like, I'm dying, but, like, yeah. alluding to the fact that he wasn't going to be around anymore, that's what kind of hit me more.
0: Right. That definitely makes sense. Um, how do you feel that you were supported in the years you lost your parents?
1: Um, so when I lost, when my dad was sick, I'll start with that. Um, mm-hmm. Thank God. Um, I did and still do have four very healthy grandparents. Um, and they were amazing. My mom's parents moved in with us when my dad was sick. Um, and really the the familial support that we got was incredible. Um, and as well as the community support, I said, my dad had two failed bone marrow transplants, but in Mm -hmm. order to have a bone marrow transplant, you need to have a a match for the bone Mm -hmm. marrow. So you have bone marrow drives and the whole community, the Riverdale community ran these bone marrow drives and they had like the slogan, match for Matt, um, my dad's name was Matt. So the, that was where we felt the, a lot of support and like meals and stuff while he was alive. And after when he passed away, I remember, um, first of all, the funeral um, had about 500 people. So that was an overwhelming amount of support. Um, Shiva, I always say, was the best week of my life. The amount of people <laughs> that came to my house and brought me food was like awesome. Um, and I clearly didn't know what was happening at that point. So I was like in like, whatever, I was in heaven. Um, and then, and then afterwards, even like, so my mom always says, and I agree with her, Shiva, you go to Shiva, you make the Shiva call, leave, but like the true friends are the ones who check up on you after Shiva because
0: Mm
1: a week, okay, Shiva's over, but no one gets over a loss after a week. So friends who were with my, me and my family and my mom through it all really were amazing. Um, and then in addition, the SAR community, um, my mom um she wasn't working when my dad passed away mom um, and thank god she didn't need to work um but house um so sar actually hired her as a um and so she worked at sar and in addition she also um continued what my father had started which is power of words guy um my dad's kind of last message that to the world as he was dying was to tell people just not speak, use your words for good and not for bad. Um, and he did that by having this big dead SAR Academy where he gave a little talk about the power of words. They did activities. They did learning. Um, and my mom kind of, after she was hired at SAR and even... Now she doesn't work at SAR anymore, actually, but she still continues on um, Power Boards Day every single year. Um, and it's just the fact that they do it in memory of my dad is incredible, but it's even more important when my mom hears from a parent of a kindergartner who tells their parent when they get home from school that day i had the best day i had power boards day and now i'm going to use my words for good like when they get the message of it it's not about my dad it's about the message and when they get the message of it like that's where you kind of feel the most support from the community because like it's not uh, it's not about like it's not around my dad's your it's not like it's not about my dad it's about like his legacy so like i think when you hear people talk about that that's when you feel like the most supported
0: yeah when you went to sar academy and like it was power of words day did you how how did you feel like how how was that for you um so that
1: was still during the time in my life that i did not like talking about any of this stuff um and i absolutely hated it um Mm -hmm. because it's an intense day my dad is mentioned a lot and i still don't know if i would love being there as a student um i once I graduated, it became easier for me. Um, but I used to run into the bathroom every single year crying. Um, mm-hmm. or I would be excused and I would get to leave the building. Um, but it was not something that I liked to be a part of. And I felt guilty about it because I felt like this is what we're doing for my dad. But on the other hand, it's like, you're in sixth grade or seventh grade. I'm like, not only is it a you problem but like all the kids in your grade don't have like the social awareness to like not stare at you whenever your dad is mentioned so yeah. like all of a sudden all eyes are on you and like it's hard
0: yeah i totally relate to that like not not obviously like directly but this year like in senior year we have like a death and mourning thing and yeah. like and like whatever like it's been 10 years since my dad died so like people might assume, like, oh, she can sit through something like this because it's been so long. But yet, like, when you're talking about death and, like, like death of a loved one with, like, high school kids, like, sometimes the grade doesn't know how exactly to, like, act. And it's, like, really difficult just to be, like, there. And obviously, people, like, being like, are you okay? Are you okay? Every second, which is so nice. But it's also just, like, it's a lot. Like, it's a lot. Yeah. Like, um, no matter
1: how other people react, it's still gonna be a
0: lot. Yeah, for sure. And it's just, like, yeah. Thank God, our are like very supportive towards yeah. that. So, um, yeah. How? So, kind of like segueing into the next question: How do you feel that you interact with people who are going through or have gone through the same thing? If you hear that a kid's parent died, or not even a kid, a, like an adult like lost their parent, do you feel a special connection with that type of person?
1: Um. So, in some ways, yes, and in some ways, no. Um, I definitely find that it hits a different chord in my body when I hear that someone lost a parent at a young age, um, because I definitely relate to it. Um, on the other hand, I make uh, it bothers me when people try to relate to my situation, um, mm-hmm. or it did, because I felt like even though you we both lost a parent young. Maybe both of our parents were sick. We don't have the same siblings. We don't have the same parent who's still alive. We don't have the same support group. We don't, so there's a lot of different things about every situation that make it different. Um, And I try to be sensitive towards that. So Mm -hmm. if I am interacting with someone who also lost a parent, um, my strategy is I kind of um, let them take the lead. If they wanna relate to me about it, I'm happy to, but I'm not gonna make assumptions that we're the same because yeah. i don't think that's fair um but it's definitely harder for me i've been to shivas of people who lost parents and at young ages and it's very 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 hard for me
0: yeah for sure also like everyone goes through loss differently and it's just like it's even if like even siblings go through loss differently and like yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so how do you feel towards religious things, like Yisker, the Yurtzai, and Kaddish? How do you feel about these? Maybe you could talk a bit about, like, over the years, how you felt. Um, yeah. Um, Okay, so, um,
1: I'll go through, okay, so for Kaddish, um, my mother said Kaddish for my father, Mm -hmm. um, Whole year, we none of us were barabama food, and technically a spouse for the sloshin, but um, his parent he didn't have any kids who were the whole year, so my mom took that upon herself. And for my mom, it really was good for her. She um, I do not take haddish on his your site, mm-hmm. um, so I find that they kind of do that for me, um. Of, skirt I do not find it meaningful um because it feels a little bit forced to me mm-hmm. and it's like you are supposed to remember add on these holidays and you're supposed to and also it's like, and I'm standing in a room with like usually people who are significant and
0: yeah.
1: strangers so like I'm not relating to them about death and I don't want to talk to them about their death I don't want to talk to them about my death. it's just Odd thing for me, and it happens to not be meaningful. Um, but like I do with most things when it comes to remembering my dad, um, that are more like ritual, like the yard site and going to the cemetery and Yisker and whatever, I do it because it's how I respect my dad and it's uh-huh. how I take time out of my day for my dad because my dad is always on my mind, um, but. Doing something physical for him is very important to me. And, like, I personally don't really connect so much to the cemetery. But if something big is happening in my life, and I would normally have a conversation about it with my dad, but I can't Mm -hmm. do that, I'll go to the cemetery because that's my way of, like, setting away some time for my dad while this big um, situation is happening in my life. And actually... So one thing that I can now add, um, that and, you know we did not talk about during our pre-phone conversation. Um, so I didn't usually used to think that the Or site was important, um, but actually, you know this now, um, thank God I just got engaged to a great guy. Um, and his vo-biome, um, so his Hebrew birthday and the year he thir- turned 13, is the year and date um exactly of my dad's yard site so wow that's crazy yeah so and i didn't find that out until whatever um a few dates in but that i never found his yard site meaningful and when when this guy gabriel told me that i was like whoa like that just like that's not normal like that doesn't just like happen. Um it's like one day of the entire like ever. Like it's like yeah. it's like it's the same year. It's not even like the same date different year. It's like the same year. Um so that was like wow, like my dad is playing a part in this and like it arguably is when I knew we were
0: going to get married. So that that's was nice. Crazy. Yeah, that's sounds like very like comforting also I go through things where like I have like really good friends or like relationships I'm just like like um it's like sad like my dad like never knew you and he's never gonna know you but then that sounds like really nice like comforting yes
1: it's like definitely like my dad's never gonna know him which like breaks my heart but he was clearly like like the day my dad was taken out of this world his like almost replacement he can't be replaced but like the next person who cares for me was like brought into
0: like Judaism like it's like really that's nice. so cool yeah wow um so do you feel it's kind of relates to what you were just saying but do you feel that throughout your life there are things that there are like times that you want to connect to your dad and if yeah like how do you how do you connect I guess you spoke a little bit about that about that with the cemetery and like filling your dad in which I can definitely relate to and also like do you feel that there are times that we spoke a bit about this in the pre-talk but time that you just like don't want to be thought about as like like you don't want the attention of like of like oh like I lost a parent when I was young can you speak a bit of that
1: yeah yeah so um in terms of, in terms of like connecting to my dad, I would, I said the cemetery. I would say another thing that I do, um, and a time that I would want to connect to him is um, sometimes like if I'm just like missing him or feeling sad or whatever, and I decide not to go to the cemetery. Um, I reread the letters that he wrote me, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because that kind of or like sometimes it's like I feel like I'm forgetting certain things about him which happens to me sometimes, I reread them just so I, like, remember, like, his voice in my head and, like, whatever, um, that's important to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and then in terms of your second question, um, I think that there are definitely times where I just, I I don't want to feel, or... I would rephrase it and say, like, mm-hmm. a big one is, like, graduation. Like, when I graduated from, I remember when I graduated from S.A.R. in eighth grade, I clearly was thinking about how my dad wasn't there. Uh-huh. But they made an announcement. Oh, we really missed Matthew Fenster so much at this graduation. That was not something I wanted because that was like, oh, now when Leia gets up to get her diploma, everyone's thinking, oh, she's the one whose dad is Yeah. There. And, like, no, it was about me graduating. It wasn't about that my the fact that my dad wasn't at the graduation. So that was hard. I, I think, yeah, I think when it's a more public setting around people, personality, that's when I don't like being labeled as someone who lost it. My friends and my close family and other people who know me care when that comes up because uh-huh. they know that it's not just who I that, That's not... That's who I am. But when it's someone who doesn't know me well, that then I feel like they're automatically,
0: that's when I get a
1: little bit more upset.
0: And like with new relationships that you, like when you become friends with someone new and then they do find out that your dad died when you were young, do you find that in the beginning they act, or, like they act differently around you or even like when, let's say, sometimes I'll be in a situation where like all my friends are talking about their dad right and like I'll be a little uncomfortable because like I can't really relate to that and sometimes a friend will turn to me and and be like is this like really hard for you like should we not talk about this and sometimes they'll totally ignore it and just like go on with their conversation which one do you like do you feel do you feel like people are sensitive around you do you like that sensitivity or do you feel like you just wish they wouldn't like bring it up and just like act with you yeah
1: um so Typically, when I tell someone that my dad passed away, I say it very, and this has come with like experience. Um I say it very matter of factly, like, oh, by the way, my dad passed away. I'm very open about it. You can ask me anything. And like that I find the way I phrase that kind of opens the door of like if they want to ask me, they can
0: mm-hmm. It shows that
1: I'm comfortable with them asking me, so I'm not uncomfortable with telling them like if you volunteer the information before they ask a question, which requires that information. I find that it makes people more comfortable. Um, like, but, but, um, and then in terms of when people are talking, dad, I don't find so much that it's like, we're all just sitting around talking about everyone's dad. Mm-hmm. I have one friend actually, who has a very difficult relationship with her father. Um mm-hmm. So sometimes when she talks about him and she complains about her dad, she says, like, she apologizes to me. And she says, I'm so sorry, like, like, that I'm complaining about my dad when you don't have one. And I say to her, like, you're allowed to complain about your dad. Like, it's a very different situation. So, like, I think that's really the only time that I run into that. Um, Sometimes it makes me upset. Like, but... I also know that people aren't doing it intentionally, um, and it's it's honestly like if people are sensitive, I can't tell them to not talk about their parents. So mm-hmm. I kind of uh, maybe I shouldn't tell myself this, but I kind of tell myself like this is your like struggle in your life, and like kind of like it's my pro- like I deal with it, and I have to deal with it, and that's unfortunate, but like. It's on me, you know. Oh, uh-huh.
0: and I don't know. That's how I look at it. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Um, so kind of wrapping it up. Like one question left, and then we're gonna do like a summary question, and then that'll yeah. be it. Um, so when you were leaving for Israel, or like any, really, like anything in general, like do you ever feel like guilty about leaving your family behind, um, or nervous about? leaving your family behind, and if, yeah, um, how do you deal with this? That's a very good question. Um,
1: yes, I would say, undeniably to this day, um, the hardest thing, um, in my life, um, that is caused by the fact that my dad died is the thought of my mom being alone, Mm -hmm. um, and, Thank God, me and my brothers have very social, busy lives, and there is going to be, this summer, for example, we're all going to be in camp, and it breaks my heart, um, the thought of my mom being alone. Even, like, me and my brothers will sometimes text and, like, coordinate, are you going to be home for this Yontef? Are you going to be home for this Shabbos? Because none of us like leaving my mom alone if it's avoidable. Um and on the other hand, like, we all know that, like, we want to live our lives. Our mom wants us to lead, live our lives. So it's important. But I, to this day, tell my mom, like, yeah, you should move in with me. Like, when mm-hmm. you're old, like, I'll take care of you. Because, yeah. like, ah, it's so I think leaving and also being my mom's only daughter definitely plays a, uh I think it's harder for me than it is for my brothers, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I I think when I left for Israel, I didn't feel as guilty because... Um, I knew my brothers were home. Um, so like being the oldest, I don't feel as if I'm leaving her alone, but it's more when I know that all of us are going away is when it really hurts me. Um, and I worry about the future. Like it's, it's one of my biggest concerns in my life. Um, but I'm just grateful that right now I don't have to deal with it in the current moment and like, just pray to Hashem that it will all work
0: out in the future do you find yourself like like when you have these moments of nervousness and like oh like we're none of us are going to be home like do you have like I don't want to say coping mechanisms but like how do you deal with that because you still like thank God like you still are able to go and you still go but yeah. how do you and you like enjoy it I assume yes. um so how do you deal with that like
1: so yeah. it depends um with you um if my mom is having a harder time um it's just like I don't it's embarrassing but to say this but as much if I know she's having mm-hmm. a hard time because it makes me sad There's yeah and I can do about it so if I'm gonna call my mom to have her like own that she's lonely I just don't don't call, which definitely is the worst. Um, mm-hmm. Don't do that. <laughs> Whoever's listening <laughs> to this,
0: don't do that. But
1: um, I'm, I'm working on that, actually. Um things to work on. But I would say that I do try to call her a lot If by herself. I ask her and encourage her to make plans with other people. Um, and I jog in a lot for my mom every single day.
0: That's so nice. That's really, yeah. Okay. Um, thank you so much for coming to speak on this podcast. I really appreciate you coming and sharing your story. Just as a summary question, um, what was it like for you to come and speak on this podcast? What was your initial reaction when you were approached to come and speak? And if you could talk a little bit about what it was like, that would be great. Um, okay, first
1: of all, um, I would say my initial reaction, there was two. Um, the first one was, wow, I can't believe I just agreed to do that. I wouldn't have done that five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so That was a big moment for me because I was like kind of proud of myself that I was like, <laughs> confidently able to say yes. Um, but... Second of all, um, I think I was really impressed with you that you were doing something like this. Um, I think it's absolutely incredible for people to hear and for people to talk about. Um, There's definitely a need for it. And unfortunately, more and more people go through things like this. And like, people need to feel like they're not the only ones going through that. Um, But in terms of actually, during the podcast, I felt like you were asking me questions, and I was surprised that I had all the answers. Mm -hmm. And like, I guess it made me think like, wow, like, I really have gone through a lot. And like, I know I've gone through a lot. But like, it really has um, impacted the way I see the world. Mm -hmm. And like, you don't realize how much time you actually spend thinking about loss. Um, Because I think it's just part of my life. So I don't realize that most people don't think like this. Um, but now I realize that people don't actually think like this. Um, yeah. But but um, yeah, like overall, I just thought it was like a really good opportunity to reflect for myself personally. Um, and I appreciate the opportunity.
0: Thank you so much for coming to speak. Of course. Thanks for having me.